Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope you're good. Um, today is a Sunday evening. I'm actually recording this in the evening time in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I'm going to be speaking very briefly on something that I've titled He Hears Us. He Hears Us. And this is for, you know, I always like to speak from the heart at this podcast. By the way, if this is the first time of joining, welcome on board. Thank you for spending this time with us today. Um, this is where I just talk about my journey on just trying to understand the word of God, trying to figure things out. And I put it in the context of my what I'm going through in my life. So whenever you come in here, I'm not speaking theory. This is really, in fact, this is not really supposed to be, it's not a teaching musing, a teaching podcast. It's a learning podcast. It's a journey where I just talk about what I'm learning about God, what I'm finding out, what the Word of God is seems to be saying to me and what the Holy Spirit is sharing with me, what I'm getting out of it. I, I, I you know, it's, it's just an ongoing journey. So anyways, for all those who are seeking, um, the kingdom of God and its righteousness, um, this podcast is for you. So if you're here, thank you for joining us and, and being here with, with us as well. So today is, I just want to talk about, like I said, I've been having this one verse moment where a verse of scripture just drops in my heart and it it, it, it just has so much meaning to me, to, to whatever it is I'm going through. And I like it, of course, it's the Holy Spirit doing that. And I like it because it's almost like a drop of oil that just comes into my soul at that time and it just warms you know that portion of my heart that is hurting that is healing that requires comfort and i really understand now why god jesus felt he needed to leave the earth go back to the father and send a comforter back to us haven't you ever wondered why he didn't send us a fighter or a you know you know he didn't send us a warring angel or some sort of person that is going to fight off the enemies what he sent to us was a comforter what he sent to us was a comforter what he sent to us was a comforter so in the scheme of and you know jesus came on earth he came to see things for himself he came to feel things for himself he came to know what it was like to feel sickness, to feel pain, to feel sorrow as a human being, the helplessness of humanity. That is what Jesus came to do. Because every other thing he had experienced through us, he had seen it as God from his throne. But coming down, going through childbirth, submitting himself to parenthood of human beings, creatures, it was God's way of embodying the human experience in its most frail form and even though he had the power of god in him and he was in effect the son of god he was also the son of man and we will notice that jesus liked to describe himself as the son of man because that was that is who he was and that 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 was the ministry that he felt in that body he was actually more of the son of man than the son of god because he was locationally present in one place he wasn't seated at the right hand of the father he was experiencing humanity 24-hour days, daylight saving hours, sunrises, sunsets, having to look for your food, prepare your food before you eat it, experiencing hunger, even having to rely on sustenance. I mean, the Bible tells us about how he went to a fig tree 
and he wanted fruit and there was no fruit and you know and he was very upset with the fruit and he cursed the, the tree you know it tells us about how you know the, he went through all the, the disciples they they had to struggle for food the same way we had to they had to worry about you know they had to think about you know what are the people going to eat what are we going to eat you know that sort of thing he submitted himself to all of that to experience humanity and life the way we are so he really does understand and i don't really know why i went into saying that but i know that the holy spirit those were his words i guess he just took over at that point and whenever he does i allow him to have his way because most of the time i don't even know what i'm going to say in fact all the time i don't even know or sometimes i have a burden in my heart and i don't have the words and then he supplies so thank you holy spirit for coming in please feel free to step in as you always do um at every time and um so the title of today's musing is he, he-, he hears us and this is really about those moments when you you, are, you you doubt you know you're just fearful you're worried you're concerned and this is you know this is and i always say these musings are more for me i think than for anyone else really they're really just for me because i find out that whenever i do the musings you know whatever it is i'm going through makes things better you know just in my soul and back to what i was saying about the holy spirit being the comforter i am finding out that more than anything else i'm going through whatever whether there is physical symptoms there's something that is happening what really is causing the turmoil is in my soul and if that soul is comforted then whatever it is that is happening around me can't touch me you know it, it doesn't matter so i'm beginning to understand that it is the comfort of the holy spirit that i should seek more than anything rather than asking or in, or, or investing my feelings in wanting that situation to change because even if that situation changes or when it changes if my heart is broken then it will have no impact and we've seen that have i'm even experiencing something like that as well where after having coming out of a situation god has healed you and everything you are left with a broken heart and you're now trying to pick the pieces i guess in in um in 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 medical terms they will call it post-traumatic whatever and people most of the time don't understand why because something very i mean good has happened in the physical but yes the process has taken its toll on you and you need god to heal that heart or to comfort that heart and to bring it to a place of rest and a place of peace and it's only the holy spirit that can help you do that and for some of us let me I, i'm i'm really going to speak the heart here from from my heart here for people like me who have worked with god for a very long time and we count ourselves as having some sort of a relationship with god and there's history let, let me just speak for myself and i say so sometimes I, I i feel like certain things shouldn't happen to me i feel like even if it hap- you know i just set a standard for myself that <laughs> I don't even know why I even said that standard. It's like a spiritual standard. So sometimes I think when things don't quite go wrong, I think it affects me more than it should. And I have the tendency to almost want to pull away from God in those moments and almost want to try to heal. Just try to make sense of things by myself. Of course, it doesn't work. So eventually I end up opening up to him and he's always like, why do you keep shutting me? And I'm like, I don't even consciously shut you out. I just feel confused and i think i want to 
understand what's going on by myself but i shouldn't even do that because every time i try to do it nothing makes sense and i still don't get out of it until i come to him and i think sometimes i lose a lot of time and i go through needless pain by trying by trying to figure out things by myself or thinking that you know maybe for certain things to have happened it means that my faith wasn't as strong as it should be and i you know I, i just want to make things better all by myself and what i'm beginning to sense is that you know two things actually one on one hand cast your burdens upon the lord because he cares for you and i think i need to understand that i think god really understands he understands the things that may make me you know doubt or fear even if he doesn't want me to stay in that situation even if he doesn't he would like that you know my my faith is stronger i think he still understands and he himself says come unto me all ye that are he- uh, 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 that are um come unto you come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy heavy laden and i'll give you rest that's i think matthew 11:28 i think and jesus also said he said i didn't come for the people who are whole i came for those who are broken those who are sick came for people like you i mean if i had everything figured out then i wouldn't need him he also says that his strength is made perfect in our weakness that's you know in the epistles so i think i just have to learn how to drop this i am a spiritual person you know toga and just be weak before him how i strike the balance i'm still trying to figure out whether does god expect me to be I think God expects me to remain a child before him. I think he also wants me to be sincere about the things that I struggle with. And I think he also wants me to trust him that even when I don't know why certain things are happening in a certain way, I should trust him to know that he can fix it if I ask him to. Yeah. So I think failing is not the problem not necessarily the problem i think the problem is not trusting that god can help me can pick me up when i fail or not even asking for his help when i need it or turning away from him simply because i feel like oh you didn't even this shouldn't have happened you didn't stop this from happening in the first place so why should i come back to you now and what the verse that the lord just dropped in my heart or that i'm sensing swelling in me is that he hears us he hears and he understands he hears he understands and he cares and maybe that's what i'm going to call the title of today's musing he hears and i'm going to read the book of first john um a verse from first john chapter 5 verse 15 starting from verse 14 actually where um, this was i think some of the letters of john and it says and this is the confidence that we have before him which is jesus 
that if we ask anything according to his will, I believe that's the will of the Father, that he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatsoever we ask, we know that we already possess what we have asked of him. And I think this is so important because many times when you pray to God, the answer doesn't appear, doesn't manifest immediately. Sometimes it does, but very rarely. Many times there's a time lag. But if I speak from my experience, you know, sometimes like, you know, a couple of days ago, I was feeling very uncomfortable. I was just feeling, I wasn't, I just didn't know what was going on. And I prayed and I asked God, Lord, please help me, help me through, you know, and eventually he answered the prayer. It didn't happen as fast as I may have liked, but he actually answered the prayer because the discomfort went without any external intervention other than the wisdom and the counsel and the power of God. So he actually hears whether or not the answer comes immediately or it looks as if he's hearing or we have any physical outward so he hears he hears he says and this is the confidence that we have of him that if we ask anything according to his will we know that he hears us and if we know that he hears us then we have the confidence that that thing that we have asked of him he has already made it available but I think the important thing is for us to just know that he hears because I, I I think the problem is that many times we're not even sure that he's actually hearing us, you know, as in hearing us. Because truly, if you know that God, the God that created all the earth, has heard you and you have asked something that is according to his will, you know, it's healing, it's health, it's something that you need that the Lord knows and it's not, you know, it's not something selfish, it's something that you need, you know, for your life on earth, well-being you know, wellness, whatever, provision of any kind, deliverance, protection, safety, whatever it may be, the Lord knows that it is what you need. I think the faith, what we is to believe that he actually hears us. And I think also the wisdom to know when to ask for help, I think it's very important. In fact, everywhere in the world, really, even not only in spiritual things, I think, I mean, Jesus said it when he said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you shall find, knock. And the door will be it will be opened unto you. And it says, for everyone that asks, receives. And everyone that seeks, finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be opened. And I have found this to be true, even in professional life. Because when I was working in a corporate office for many years, I found out that every, the people who asked for things tended to get it. People who asked for promotions tended to get it. People who sought after promotions tended to get it. People who waited silently, who never asked, who never sought after it, who never knocked on the door of promotion, they hardly ever got anything. So there must be something about the way God has fashioned this world that there has to be an asking, there has to be a seeking, and there has to be a knocking. So I'll just leave it at that. And I think what I'm getting for myself is that I should realize that I'm on a journey. And on that journey, I will fail, I will falter, I will stumble. There are things I would think that I have known. And when I would just like in natural world, you take a test and you see that you didn't do quite as well as you, that you thought you should have because you thought you had grasped all the principles. But that doesn't make you a bad student. It just means that you're still learning. Oh my goodness. 
and you should rather take that experience and be challenged that next test you will do better because this is a lifelong the most important thing is having the will to learn and anybody who has ever ever struggled with learning sometimes maybe through no fault of your own will understand this and you don't give up simply because you failed one test you don't stop learning simply because you didn't pass one exam that is not even something that should ever be considered it's about how do I pick myself up from this experience take what I need to learn and prepare for the next text and go back to the drawing board start from where I I may have stopped and make sure that if I have to pass that go through then take that same test again I will do much better than the last time at the very least or even come out with flying colors but what I will never lose is the willingness to learn and I think that is all that God demands once from us really I'm, I'm really encouraged Holy Spirit I know you are the one talking to me because I, I think I, 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 I feel bad that I'm, I'm failing certain tests and I, no one is I, I mean I, I'm doing a self-assessment of myself and say oh my goodness I failed this test maybe God doesn't even feel like I failed it and this, these are the ways in which we give the devil a place in our heart and we start having these negative thoughts why did this happen to me oh this shouldn't have I shouldn't you know and all of that and then we just keep dwelling on all those things that we shouldn't and this is again why the lord says through speaking through peter in the book in the letter epistle to the church at philippi philippians chapter 4 verse 7 and 8 when he says whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are holy whatsoever things are righteous whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue or any praise think on those things and the god of peace will keep your heart and your mind you know in Christ Jesus or something like that I'm, I'm paraphrasing so I shouldn't be giving my mind to thoughts that are not of good report that are not pure that are not in line with what God has to say about me the most important thing is to keep my heart focused on God and his word and retain in myself a willingness to learn a willingness to grow a willingness to be like him failing faltering faltering or stumbling in my walk of faith or doubting or you know going through moments of anxiety or fear or whatever having frailties and weaknesses sometimes it's even i believe god you know helping to bubble up things and things so that you can then pay attention and know that oh I have to deal with this you know through scripture i've now realized that i need to really deal things like fear worry anxiety and if you'd asked me before I, I, I wouldn't think that i have those issues but i now realize that these are things that i need to begin to address with the word of god and it's okay yes it wouldn't be where i would you know i would have i'm surprised that but yes i have gone through a series of experiences and things have, i mean it it is what it is let's put it that way but it's also possible for me to um subject it to the 
power of the word of God and God will help me through it as he's already doing. So sometimes when things appear to be wrong in our lives or they, 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 they become very prominent, it's actually because God wants to help us do something about it. And um, yeah, so I'll leave it like that. He hears us, he understands and he cares. So thank you very much for spending these um, minutes with me, this time with us, with me today. Um, I pray that the Lord will meet you at the point of your need, wherever it may be, whether it's spirit, soul, and body, and that he will bless and you know multiply everything that concerns you. He will give you and yours peace and cause his grace to shine upon your life in such a way that people will be drawn to the light of God through you and that the testimony of God's goodness will never depart from your household, from your life, from your heart, and that you will commit to serving him anew and making your life an expression of his grace, his power, his goodness, and his mercy. And may his name be eternally glorified in our lives, in our hearts, and in all that we say, in all that we do, and in how we live our lives on this earth. In Jesus' name, amen.